Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society. The town of Brattleboro exists within the Connecticut River watershed. The West River and Whetstone Brook feed into the Connecticut, and together they have supported communities of people for centuries. As part of the Connecticut River Conservancy's Riverfest on Saturday, August 6th, there will be many interactive opportunities for you to learn more about the long-standing relationship the river has had with the people in this valley. Ten years ago, the space at the junction of Depot and Bridge Streets, bordering the Connecticut River, was transformed into a small park. The park is a happy result of community efforts to refurbish and reimagine the railroad station area that have their origins going all the way back to the 1970s. Next Saturday, the park will be transformed into Riverfest Village. It will be part of a broad offering of free family-friendly activities that will take place on both sides of the river. From 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., various events and displays will highlight aspects of our relationship with the Connecticut River. The Southern Vermont Natural History Museum will be on hand with an exhibit of live animals that are found along the riverbanks and in the river. At 10.30 a.m., Rich Holshue of the Atawi Project will discuss the timeless bond the river has had with the land and people through the centuries. The Vernon Historical Society will have a few tents set up and share information and photos regarding the 1909 construction and impact of the Vernon Dam on the area. They will also share images of transportation and logging on the river before the dam was built. The Brattleboro Historical Society will also have a tent featuring a media presentation of historical photos of the river. Images of Island Park, Fort Dummer, boating, logging, flood impacts, commercial development, railroads, and outdoor activities going back to the mid-1800s will be the focus. Handouts that describe historical aspects of the river and how people have interacted with the waterway will also be available. The Connecticut River Valley chapter of Trout Unlimited will be there to demonstrate how to tie flies, and a bass fishing table will also share first-hand experiences of how to read the river and seek both large and smallmouth bass. Fly casting lessons at nearby Norm's Marina will also take place, and Adventures East guides will lead two-hour kayak tours from Norm's as well. Vermont Canoe Touring Center will also provide opportunities for you to try out paddle boards. Beginning at 11 a.m., the Latches Theater will host River Talks. At 11 a.m., Benny Maris, a painter and photographer, will share artistic and technical approaches to representing the river. At 12.30, Mike Fleming, poet and editor, Maddie Bowden, journalist, and Reed Bryant, nature writer and fly fisherman, will share their experiences writing about rivers and streams. At 2 o'clock, Greater Brattleboro's history with the Connecticut River will be the topic of a discussion media presentation led by Joe Rivers from the Brattleboro Historical Society. There will also be an organized hike up Mount Wantasicket and a bike ride along the Fort Dummer Rail Trail. From 12.30 to 1.30, the island and the Connecticut River will be the launch for a riffraft regatta. We are very pleased to be a part of this community event focusing on our historic and ongoing relationship with the river. Indigenous people established themselves in this place long before recorded history. The river was a source of food, a means of transportation, and a link to trade throughout the Northeast. Over the centuries, many native artifacts have been found here. 
1724, English colonizers built Fort Dummer along the Connecticut River in what later became southern Brattleboro. During this time, the area was a region of conflict as indigenous people, English and French, competed with one another for control of the Connecticut River Valley. By the end of the century, John Holbrook was a leading local flatboat owner and merchant who used the river to trade along the eastern seaboard, including exchanges with the Caribbean slave islands. The profits from that trade helped provide the capital to establish a commercial and industrial center for Brattleboro beside the river, the area now known as Downtown. As the 1800s unfolded, flatboats were supplemented with steamboats. In 1849, railroad tracks were laid down next to the river and the first trains arrived. The tracks along the Connecticut River effectively severed town access to the waterway and trains became the main means to transport goods. The vast logging runs on the Connecticut River began around this time as well. The drives would begin in late March and end in early September as logs were delivered to sawmills in northern Massachusetts. The log runs ended a little more than 100 years ago. The Vernon Dam was constructed in 1909. The dam caused a general rise in the water level and drastically changed the river ecosystem. Floods in the 1920s and 30s caused severe damage and loss of life. The river, once Brattleboro's commercial engine, had become a dangerous natural adversary. Since the 1700s, mills and factories used the river as a power source. Economic development and population growth brought pollution to the river. It became a dumping site and sewage was piped directly into the river. By the 1900s, the Connecticut became environmentally unsafe. It was called America's best landscape sewer. By the middle of last century, local, state, and national governments began to take steps to clean up the river. 55 years ago, Brattleboro's first wastewater treatment plant opened. The Connecticut River Watershed Council was formed in 1952 to address pollution problems. The river and its tributaries are much cleaner now than they were decades ago. Presently, the watershed in our area is tested often and is regularly deemed safe for boating and swimming. The Historical Society is excited to participate in the River Fest, supporting efforts to celebrate the ways people have benefited and continue to benefit from the Connecticut River watershed is worthwhile. We hope putting a spotlight on the river this upcoming weekend will cause many of us to more fully appreciate all of the natural wonder found within the watershed. If you get a chance to visit the River Fest next Saturday, please stop by our tent and say hi. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.